Hey, this is Mike Brake, and I'm the pastor at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. I want to say thank you for stopping by our podcast today. We really do believe that you're only one step away from the relationship with God that you've been wanting. So I hope the message today gives you encouragement, gives you some vision so that you can take that next step towards freedom. Enjoy the message. We are in the second week of a series called Fill in the Blank, where we're asking questions about our purpose in life. And, and last week, um, we talked about not so much what you do, that's not what God is so much concerned about. It's what we're concerned about. God, what's my, where's my location? Where do you want me to be? Where's, what's my vocation? Um, some type of relationship or, or maybe it's a situation. And we're, we're wanting to know those things. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more today, get real practical. But we said the starting point isn't so much of, God, what do you want me to do? The starting point to finding God's will in our life is, God, who do you want me to become? And, and so um, I just had some fun this past week, couple of weeks. I work with uh, fifth graders on Bar- at Barranca Mesa on Monday afternoons. And I asked them a question just to, to uh, get a conversation going. It was, what do you guys want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be? And I got shocked, um, although not too shocked. But their, their answer surprised me because they said, I want to be a YouTuber. <laughs> I want to be a YouTuber. The other guy, I want to be a video gamer. And I'm like, are you kidding? And then I saw, I kind of, I was like, okay, I'm going to investigate this a little bit. And uh, it didn't take me long. There was one survey anyway of, of young uh, girls and boys and asked, what do you want to be? And it wasn't the typical, I want to be a doctor or a teacher. I mean, they made the list. But uh, by and large, the top one in this group of 1,000 kids was a YouTuber or a blogger or a vlogger. And you're like, what's a vlogger? That's a video blogger. All right. And, and so you kind of see times are changing. Um, a little bit on what I want to do and, and what I want to be. And, and you might ask, if, if, can I do these things and still be in God's will? And I hope you can see today that God has put a passion in you. He's put a gift inside of you. And it may be one day to be uh, a YouTuber or a video gamer. I just, I became aware, sorry, I'm slow in the times, but there's this thing called Twitch TV. And if you know it, you probably are like, I know all about it. But these dudes, they just play video games all day long. And people, like millions of people, will watch other people play video games, and they make bank. Like, I'm, you're talking like tens of thousands of dollars. I'm like, why did I not think of this concept where I could just play video games and make hundreds of thousands of dollars? Anyway, anyway, you can look it up later. You probably don't because you'll get addicted, um, and that can start a whole other thing. So God wants you to become, he's more concerned about who you become than what you do. Your meaning in life isn't, so, isn't found in a job. It isn't found in a relationship or a certain status level that you reach. We learned last week that in Colossians chapter 1, your goal in life is to make Jesus first, to make Jesus supreme. That is, that is the ultimate goal. He, he, we, we summed it up in saying that your purpose in life is to say that Jesus wants to be known by you, and he wants you to make him known. That's it. You, you, you get that right, and then you're going to be put onto a path in a certain direction that's going to lead you where you want to go. Put him first in your finances. Put them first in your career. Put them first in your relationships. And it's going to put you in a path and set you up and align you for success. Because we said your, your, your God's will for your life isn't a destination. It's more of a, a direction that you are headed. And it's, it's the directions, the steps that you take, not your intention, that gets you where you want to go. At the same time, 
I know we all have real questions. I'm like, that's a great spiritual answer, Mike. Put Jesus first, Mike. I, 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 yeah. Okay, but that's our baseline. And then scripture says this. This is where we're going to anchor today in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. He says, and whatever you do, say whatever. Whatever. It's like an annoying word. Whatever. Whatever. It's like the last eight years has been voted the most annoying word in the English language. Whatever. But in our context today, it's, it's, not, it's not that uh, dismissive um, or passive-aggressive whatever. It's more of a, an, an all-inclusive. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So whatever you say, whatever you, you do, and I would include that to say wherever you go, because it's, it's, it's inclusive of all locations, so some of you, you're thinking about what's next. Well, I want to be here. Or I want to go there. And please just get me out of Los Alamos, anything. But I would say, though, whatever you do here matters. Whatever you do in Los Alamos matters because what you do here is going to indicate what you do. The direction that you're aiming here is going to indicate wherever you go what you're going to do there. And not just wherever you go, but wherever or whenever too. Now matters. We're not just planning for the whatever in the future. What you do today matters for your purpose tomorrow. He says, whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So again, this goes back to last week. God's, he, he makes it, he like opens the gates. Hey, whatever you do, because he's more concerned about who you are becoming, to know Jesus and to make him known. That's the purpose in whatever you do. And those two things are not separate. To know Jesus and to make him known. I just got introduced to this. This is a, a, a pretzel bun for, for hamburgers. I got introduced to this at the co-op a couple weeks ago. And it is absolutely amazing. You can find it in the freezer section. They, they come in packages of four. They cost $5, a lot more expensive than I would want to pay. But I will tell you, this will take your burger game from like a C or a C, C, C plus to like you're, you're right up there in the, in the A range. This, this pretzel bun, I'm, it's, it's like a donut. Um, 42 carbs in this, in this little guy. If anything's this small has 42 carbs, you know it tastes amazing. All right, and you gluten-free people are really angry at me right now because I'm like throwing this around in you. Uh, this is awesome. I, 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 I discovered this a couple weeks ago. I'm now in love with this. I bought out the section, like at least uh, as of a couple days ago, you couldn't buy these at the co-op because I bought them all, all right? Um, they're in my, in my freezer. Um, when you fall in love with something, uh, you're going to tell people, about it. You're going you're gonna to kind of make it known and um, a little bit more personal. Like if you really come to know me, yeah, I, I can joke about my pretzel bun, but you're going you're gonna to know about my kids. You're going to know about my wife because the more I get to know them, I love them like crazy. And the two are together like, it's just a part of who I am. You know Mike loves his wife. Mike loves his kids. Why? Because they're just a part of his life. He's always with them. He's always talking about them. And that's what God's will is for your life, to know Jesus, to fall in love with him and make him known. They're not separate. They go one and the same. The more you get to understand and know our God, 
the more you see how much he loves you, the more you fall in love with him and you put your identity in there and it just becomes a part of your life. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God, the Father, through him. So how do I find my whatever? Because in one way, that's freeing. Okay, I can do a lot of things. But in another side, like for me, I'm like, that causes a lot of anxiety because there's a lot of lanes I can run in now. And which one is the right one for me to run in, Jesus? Because I, there's a lot I can do. So I want to get practical today. How do we find our whatever that's going to put us into the big picture of God's story? Because your purpose in life is about him, a story that's much bigger than just you and I. And he says, um, so I want to give us some practical uh, questions, very practical, that you can ask yourself and see, okay, maybe this is the lane where God has me running in and maybe something that I need to step forward in into my faith. So we're going to fill in some blanks today. And the first blank, if you're taking notes, is fill in the blank with your gifts. Fill in the blank with your gift. You have... A gift. Scripture says this. If, you're, if you've given your life to Christ, it says this. In His grace, God has given us different gifts to do certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out as much, with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Now, there's a few, uh, three, four, five places in Scripture where it talks about spiritual gifts. When you become a, a follower of Jesus, His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, comes and takes up residence inside of you and says, hey, I've given you a gift to do something well. Now, we all have the ability to lead. We all have the ability to, to teach. In a way, we all have that. But for, for some of us, there's going to be a unique gifting from God, specifically for you, that when you do it, it just goes to another level. Like God actually will, will use that to speak to others, to build others up and encourage them up. And so uh, Scripture kind of outlines kind of what those are. And, and it's... it's um, it's not necessarily weird. It's just there's not like we, we see a very clear list here. There's two or three other spots in Scripture where it goes through and it, and it adds some more to that list. And so there's what is called, if you're like, I don't know what my gift is. I've never even heard of this. That's okay. They have a thing called a spiritual gift test that kind of outlines all this. And you can kind of work through, okay, here's some things that I see going well in my life. Here's some things that I don't like and they don't seem to work out very well. And you answer, I don't know, 60 to 100 questions. And it kind of says, okay, these might be areas in your life. One quick plug that I want to um, tell you about is in a, next month, in April, uh, we're going to start something brand new here at Freedom Church called a growth track. And what we want to do in a growth track, we want to spend a couple hours with you to, to one, tell you a little bit about Freedom Church. Hey, this is who we are. What do you believe? Because that's a lot of the questions that we get. Who are you? You're this new church. Um, what do you believe? What's your vision? Where are you going? We want to spell that out for you. We want to make sure that um, if this is a place that you want to call home, you know what you're getting into. I think that's fair to us and that's fair to you. We also, though, we want to help you explore your passion and your gift. Like, what, you know, let's work through these things and see, is there a way? Okay, here's God, how God's working in your life. Is there something that we can do to partner together? 
Because I'm all about, if there's a spiritual gift and God's got something inside of you and he wants to work that out, let's do something about that. If that's where God is moving, let's partner together in that. So, all that to say, in the coming weeks, you're going to see announcements for a growth track. We're, we're going to spend a couple hours casting vision for the church. We'll, we'll, we'll do some stuff where we see, okay, here's, here's maybe how God has wired me. We'll see where these mirror together. We'll do them in smaller groups where it's a little bit more intimate, where you can ask some questions, and we'll do them once a month. So you go through growth track this month, or maybe you can't make it. Maybe you can make it the next month. So you'll see that announcement, okay? Back to the sermon. Back to the sermon. That's my plug for growth track so you know what's coming in. You have a gift, and this gift comes with power. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 through 7, Paul is writing um, to a, a pastor. His name is Timothy. He's kind of like his mentor. Paul's the mentor to Timothy. And he says to Timothy, he says, This is why I remind you, Timothy, fan into flame the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. He's like, I prayed over you. You received the spiritual gift. Use it. Fan it into flames. For God has not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, of love, and of self-discipline. He says, fan that thing in the flame because there's power in using this gift. In, in, in Acts 1.8, a big uh, theme verse, a big value verse for Freedom Church. Hey, what are you guys about? You could just look right here and say, this is what we're about in, in some sense. But you will receive, say this word with me, you will receive... Power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. You want to see the power of God work in your life. Tap into the gift that He gave you, and that gift He gave you is always going to be directed towards people. You want to see the power of God over, like, do some amazing things in your life, tell other people about Jesus. Get into the lane of your gift. Open up your gift. Tell other people, and you're going to see God work in your lives. This is the one that gets me when it talks about the Spirit. Romans chapter 8. Amazing. One of my favorite chapters in all the Bible. But this one verse, it says, The Spirit of God. I'm about to get Pentecostal in here. I don't know. If you guys, I mean, I'm going to, like, we're going to find a tambourine or something to go. Like the Spirit of God. God, I got a lot of Baptist roots, so I got a lot of energy to get out of me. I've been quiet and silent for too long. Who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Would you not say that is some amazing type of power? And it lives in you. You give your life to Christ. The spirit of the living God that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. I... I'm not, I'm not saying, God, I need less of you. I need less power. I'm like, God, I want to tap into your resources. I have some anxieties. I have some worries. I have some stress. I need to know whatever I do, you are in it. I want to see you at work. Tap into your gift. Get involved. Get engaged. See what it is. If you don't know, hunt it down because that is where God is moving in your life. God, what is your will for my life? Find it in your gifting. He has gifted you. He has gifted you. You can find it and you can start plugging in and you can use it. And for some of you, I would say you haven't used it in a while and it's like this little ember and it ain't doing much. And that's not to guilt you. It's to say, hey, it's still alive. 
There's still a fire going. You just need to fan that baby into flames. Say, how do I do that? How do, how do, I, how do I fan it into flames? Serve. Be generous. You, you, you tell other people about Jesus. You invest and invite. It, it doesn't, you're not like, okay, if you saw my early days of preaching, it was terrible, okay? But I feel like one of my giftings is in teaching and, and in preaching. And, and in many ways, I hope 10 years from now, I look back on this and I'm like, man, that was bad, okay? Because it, you still continue to work on it and you develop it over time, but you don't just sit there and say, well, this thing's just going to spark and ignite. No, fan it in to flames, and over time, you're going to see God move in your life. Second thing to fill in the blank with today is passion. Fill in the blank with your passion, because you have a passion, I have a passion, and God is on board with your passion. You have a gift, and you have a passion. You may be thinking, okay, my passion is the Dallas Cowboys, um, all right, you might need to check your heart on that one, okay? Like, um, there's not a whole lot of hope going on there. Uh, maybe you say, hey, my passion is, uh, is camping. We're going to go uh, spend spring break a whole week camping. And I would be like, okay, well, you know, you worked really hard for three, four, five months, and now you're going to spend a week living like you're homeless, okay? If that's your passion, that's, that's good. Maybe your passion is eating green bananas, okay? I would say, what planet are you from? Because the only way to eat a banana is not green. It's like you wait till it's yellow, just a little bit of brown, and then it's perfect to eat, okay? Some of your passions, maybe you need to keep those in check. Um, no, I joke. Um, you have passion, how do I know my passion is one that is worth chasing, that this is what I want to give my life towards? Maybe it's, it's what God's calling me to do. Well, I'm going to ask you some questions that you can ask yourself and maybe see this is maybe where God's lining me up. What keeps you up at night and wakes you up in the morning? What is it that wakes you up at night and wakes you up in the morning? And no, I'm not talking about your husband snoring. Okay, or your or your kids who are waking you up. Okay, because you're like, oh, that's it. No way. Um, I'm saying the thing that you're uniquely gifted for. Anything that's short of sin, but it makes you come alive. There are certain things in your day. You you some days you wake up and you're just like, oh, I do not want to deal with this day. Then there's other things. On other days where you're just like, you don't even have to set an alarm. Like you're up, you're at them, and you're going. And like this is my lane, and I'm ready to go. What is the thing? That, that, that keeps you up and makes you come alive. It's a clue. Something that you're willing, hey, I would sacrifice for this. I would put my blood, sweat, and tears behind this. I put my time and my energy and my money behind this thing. I have a passion for this. What is that for you? Second question I would ask is, what are you best at? And this isn't necessarily being a proud, you know, prideful thing, but just quite honestly, like there are certain things that you do well, maybe it's a, a skill. Maybe you can just program, computer program like crazy. And you're like, I, you know, some of you guys are like, no way, I can't ever do that. Some of you guys, that's, that's what you do. Some of you, maybe it's like you could bake a cake. And like it is like Pinterest level worthy. Like it's, it's amazing. When you make a cake, it's amazing. And, I, I, and, and it just kind of happens that way. Maybe it's not so much a, a skill, but maybe it's something on the social level. Maybe, maybe you just are really good at being able to connect with people. 
Like you find yourself, like you're at the, at the grocery store and the bagger is like telling you their life story. You don't even know them. You've just met them, but there they are, they're sharing. Or the waitress is just opening up and they're sharing things deep. And you find like, my goodness, what, what is this about me? And you're like, people just seem to open up and connect with me. I don't know what that is. Maybe you're funny. Like you're just around and people are like, man, you're hilarious. What are, you, what are you best at? What are you good at? Maybe it's in your abilities. Maybe it's in your ability to create or play an instrument or just invent and, and, and entrepreneur and, and see these things. You're wired in a certain way, and some of these things in your passion lane you can just do well. And the third question I would ask that might be a clue as to what, what direction you might be headed in is what are people in your life affirming? And this is huge. This is huge as to why you need to get in some sort of Christian community. It's why we have connect groups. Because so often the people in your life will speak about what God is doing in your life or about to do in your life before you can even see it. Again, I'll go back to, to my, my speaking and my, my preaching. Like, I, I think back to some early times, and I'm like, man, it was terrible. But there, was, there were people who would be in my life, and they would say, I, would see, I see this in you. Mike, you need to speak. You, you need, you need to, to pour into this. I see this direction in, in your life. And even in the times when I'm like, oh, that, that just, it seemed like everybody fell asleep in the audience. It seemed like there would be some people that would come up and say, that really spoke to me. And so I continue to kind of pursue that, that path. There, there are, are people are going to affirm things in your life. And I wonder, what is that for you? What are some things that people have spoken into your life, maybe in 2018, that you dismissed and pushed off? They're just like, man, you're, you're, you're really good at being able to, to, to discern things. And you can, you can just see right through some stuff. Man, you're, you, like, I asked a, a question about science. You knew the atomic weight of cobalt was 58.93 just off the top of your head. Like, how do you know all this stuff? Like, nobody knows these things, or they shouldn't, I don't know, but, like, you do. Like, how do you, you do things better. There's certain things in your life maybe that, that you are just, just so passionate about. Or there's, there's things that are people that are speaking in your life. Each one of these are clues. They're clues. Just because you're passionate about something doesn't necessarily mean that's God's will for your life. It's a clue. And I want to I be very clear. Your passion in life does not have to be inside the church. Like, I think very much God has de designed the church to not be like, oh, everybody's going to be a missionary in Africa, or they're going to be a church planter, or do the, like, it's very much go out and go and be who God has called you to be. Yes, some of us will be called to do God's work inside the ministry, but it's no more important than anybody going and doing their thing. Like, you get in a connect group, and, and you get to ask the question, hey, what do you want to be? Where is God leading you? What's God's will for your life? And, and you're like, I love history. Like, I love teaching history. Like, it just fires me up, and I, I'm gung-ho about teaching history. And then everybody goes, and they share their stuff, and they're like, well, I feel like God's calling me to start a homeless shelter, you know, and, and it just that's my passion, and that's what I want to do. And then the, the next person goes around, and I feel like God's calling me to Haiti. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work in an orphanage in Haiti. And then the next person comes up, and it's like, oh, um, I'm going to be a church planter. God's calling me to be a pastor and do these things. And then it gets to you, and history teacher, and you're like, 
uh, pass. You know, just pray for me because I'm still trying to figure out God's will in my life. No, God wants to kick you out of the church if that's your passion, run in that lane. Because here's the beauty of God's design here. here. Here's what I'm getting at. I'm not going to your place of work tomorrow. Your group leader is not calling a group meeting tomorrow to say, hey, pastor from Freedom Church is going to come in at 930 in the morning. We're going to have a group meeting. We're going to have a devotion. And, and, and we're going to have some time where we kind of learn about Jesus together. He's not sending me to your place of work. What? He is sending you. Not to lead a devotion necessarily, but to be you, to be a light for you to go and live out your purpose and your will that God or God's will for your life in the context of the people around us. And we are all doing this together on our own missions and his unique will for your life. So how do I know then? How can I ensure, okay, I'm running in my lane. I feel like this is my gifting. I feel like this is my passion. This might be my calling. I'm going to go in this direction. But how can I ensure that I make a difference? How can I ensure that this is really going to impact the kingdom of God? To, to know Jesus and to make him known. Well, I think there's some things that we can look at, and part of that is we don't need to to play games with this. We need to take it seriously and live it out. So it's been um, an interesting week in the break household this week. Um, it is parent-teacher conference week, so the kiddos are, are home, and we're trying to figure out what to do. I've play, we went, I thought it was a good idea. I'm rethinking this. I was like, okay, well, we're home. We've been playing board games. We've been having fun, so let's go on a Monopoly marathon, all right? Does that sound like a good idea? I've probably played about 15 games of Monopoly this past three days. I'm, I'm about dead tired. <laughs> of Monopoly. Like, you land on a space, and we know, like, without even looking at the card, we know how much one house costs, two houses cost, the hotel, like, it's just, like, you just roll the dice, and we could just play it without the cards. We know how that goes. And, and we go, and we play this game, and we're buying houses, and we're selling houses, and we're making trades, and we're, we got the money, like, we're just like, look at us, I'm trading and spending, I know how to spend money, but what? It's a game. I know all the stuff. I, I, I can play it all day long, but my Monopoly money is worth nothing. My, my skills in investing and trading are worth nothing. It's a toy. It's a game. And I think a lot of us in faith can get stuck in the idea of, I know that it is... Um, I know what, I'm, I, what the Word says, and I'm in a group, and I pray, and I do all of these things, but we're not actually living it out. Because there's no risk involved in here. I, I lose, so what? But when I actually start living out my faith, and I start stepping into my passion lane, oh my goodness, what if this goes wrong? What if this fails? What if they don't like me? What if I, what if I, ah, 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 ah. and I think God wants to call you into your passion and go and say, hey, every step is going to be uncertain in this thing. That's how I designed it. It's called faith. But once you take that step, you're going to look back and see, yes, that's where I called you to go. Yes, that's what I want you to do. So how do I ensure? How do I ensure? 
that what I do is going to fit into the greater purpose? Read the rest of the verse. Whatever you do, do it all. In the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to him through him. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. You want to ensure that what you're doing is fitting in with God's purpose? You do your best. Make excellence your standard. You go all in. When you, when you look at Scripture, you look at the, at the greats. Joseph, King David, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh my gosh, they had such a great destiny. A great purpose. God had a great calling in your life. But you want to know what it was made up of? Decisions. Little individual decisions. Each step of the way. When things were not going their way. When things were not on the bright side. They said, I'm giving you my best, God. I don't know what's on the other side of this step, but I'm going to go all in on this thing. And if there's anything our world needs today, it is Christians who go all in, who are passionate. No one's going to follow somebody who goes halfway. Even if you're like, okay, my passion lane's music, and you make it into the music industry, guess what? If you want to go in the music industry and make it, you're going to have to work really hard 50%, 50%, giving 80% ain't going to cut it in the music industry. you got to go all in and run that thing. And even if you go all in and you make it, you're like, I've, I've done my best. Now my, la- my name's in the spotlight. I've I, I got the raise. i got the promotion. I'm, I'm now the keynote speaker. Or my, my face is on the billboard. I made it on TV. I made it in the magazine. Whatever it is that you're wanting, you still are not guaranteed to make a difference in this world, to make Jesus known. He says, do it all in the name of Jesus. It shifts to why are you doing it? God has, if God has someone who's plugged into their gifting and their passion, there's passion and there's gifting and there's power there and God's behind it, eventually there will be a spotlight that is on you. And when you are on the spotlight... The way you make a difference is not reflecting yourself, but you put the spotlight on Jesus. Man, you're just bagging groceries, but you're like the best bagger I have ever seen. Like, what, why, do you, why are you so happy? Why are you so chipper? What are you, you do it so well. You're like the best at it. You're, you're amazing at, at this programming thing. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know anybody who's, who's done that. How do you just dive into that and own that and you do it so well and You've had this cancer in your life and everything just should just be miserable right now. But yet you, you go all in on this thing and you, you still have joy in your life amongst all the chaos. How do you do it? The spotlight will come on you. And when the spotlight comes on us, the way you make a difference and fulfill your purpose in life is not for your glory, but for his. Jesus. I give my best, not for me, but because that's what God did for us. He gave his very best for you and I. He gave his very best, his son, his one and only son for us, to die on a cross for your sin, for my sin, so that we could have a relationship with him. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, it raised him from the dead, and that same Holy Spirit lives 
in you. That should give you joy. That should give you hope. If you're in a dead situation, you ought to be thinking, hey, God, I don't see a way out, but I'm going to give you my best. I'm going to give you my best. I don't have much fire right now, but I'm going to flan it in the flames, and I'm going to just see where this thing leads. What's your purpose? What's your purpose in life? Fill it in with your gift. What's your purpose in life? Fill it in with your passion. Do your best. And when the spotlight comes on you, when the spotlight comes on you, tell other people about Jesus. Maybe, just maybe, and I believe for every single one of us, I know God wants, when you get into heaven, he wants other people in heaven because of you. Because you got off the bench, you got in your lane and you ran it, and you ran this race well. And not just one person, I think he wants a whole host of people in heaven that could point to you and say, you played a big part in my story, in this bigger story. That's the glory that God wants. That's what he wants for you. That's what he wants for me. That's what he wants for your workplace, for Los Alamos, because it brings him the glory. With that, let's pray. Thank you again for listening to the podcast at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. A few next steps that you can take coming out of this. One is head to our website and let us know just exactly how we can help you take your next step. Also, if we have had a positive impact in your life or in your family and you want to partner with us financially, you can go to our website and click give. That will get the message out so we can impact more people through this ministry. And finally, click the subscribe button. That way you know you get the latest content from the podcast as well as rate it, review it. That will help get the message out to others. Hope you have a a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening.